get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, let's start with this because we had the non-tender deadline the other night. And around baseball, and specifically here in St. Louis, everybody seems to think that David Dahl, not everybody, I guess, but most <laughs> people seem to think that he's going to be the prize of the non-tendered guys. Do you agree with that? And do you think that the Cardinals should pursue a guy like that? Well, I think uh, that's funny. I was actually thinking about him as as obviously a good fit for the Cardinals before I was coming on here. I mean, is he the prize? I think the best player who got cut loose was Eddie Rosario. He's you know a more consistent performer than Dahl. He's been just a good player for the last few years. He just makes too much money because the ARP system you know is kind of tough on the middle class baseball players. But in terms of guys who have a ceiling, yeah, Dahl probably has the highest ceiling. Maybe even higher, you know, probably even higher than Kyle Schwarber because of Schwarber's issues in the field. So you know, considering how sort of right-handed the Cardinals lineup is uh, in a lot of ways. You know, the fact that Dahl is a left-handed hitter, he, he certainly feels like a potential fit. The only issue is just, you know, his, his injury history is pretty troubling. And, um, you know, for the, for the Rockies to cut him loose at the number he was making, you have to think, you know, there's concern about his shoulder moving forward. Andy, you mentioned Kyle Schwarber. Where do you think is a realistic landing spot for him? Somewhere in the American League, uh, I think. You know, I just... His defensive utility is really limited, you know, in the outfield and with the sort of uncertainty right now about whether there will be a universal DH in 2021, it would probably make sense to take a pillow contract, you know, for a team where he could DH and wouldn't have to play the field every day. Um, But, you know, that, that could change. I mean, I think a lot of teams are kind of frustrated and hung up on the fact that they're having the, you know, the the union and the league haven't negotiated whether or not there's going to be a DH. And so maybe if you're an NL club, it makes some sense to, you know, to go after him for a two year DH. But I, I just think given, you know, that he's trying to, you know, recoup some value, it probably makes sense for him to go to the AL. It's interesting to me that that's not something that you can preemptively do if you're the owners and the players, because it seems like that's what everybody wants is the designated hitter. Obviously, the players are going to make a little bit more money because a a hitter is going to make more than a normal 25th guy and owners like offense. I, you you are right. The owners like offense, but they also don't care. They like making money, and so what what they so the players want the DH, right? The players want it because it creates more jobs. Uh, the owners saying, okay, well, if you want that, what are you going to give us? And the players have kind of like they've given back so much over you know the past like five to ten years in these negotiations. They don't have a ton to offer, you know, to. to uh, really give back outside of basically acquiescing to a more expanded playoffs. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it does make 
sense for the two sides to come together. But, you know, it also the owners aren't just going to give the players what they want. You know what I mean? There's got to be a negotiation there. And you have a great piece up at The Athletic about the pressure index where you rank every baseball team's chances to improve this winter. That's something that's a point of consternation here for Cardinal fans because the Cardinals have come out and said, hey, we're going to wait and see how things develop because we didn't have fans in the stands. It's going to impact Mm -hmm. us financially. And fans are saying, well, because of the financial landscape, you might be able to get players at at a good value and you should be aggressive. So can you let our audience know what you think the Cardinals' chances of improvement this winter are? I mean, there's certainly room to improve. Like the Cardinals, you know, they, they do certain things really well, right? Their run prevention is good. Uh, you know, they have a lot of good pitching. They have obviously struggled to score runs and to hit for power for a bit of a while now. And there are some guys on the market who can, can really help. And so like you look at, you know, just like just getting a player like, you know, Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson, David Dahl, if he's healthy, you know, a left-handed type outfielder in there would provide some balance, you know, and, you know, a bit of power to, you know, improve the club without detracting a ton from defense. So, I mean, the, the Cardinals, they're, they're kind of stuck in this weird spot where they have a bunch of money on the books right now. Um, they have a bunch of guys, a bunch of contracts that kind of are going to expire after this season. But yeah, without knowing what the business model is you know owners are going to use that as a reason not to spend and so it's just I, I i do think there are good players on the market who can be had for a reasonable value but like i would be stunned to see the cardinals you know like going after jt real muto to replace you know yachty or george springer or something like that they're just they're just not going to do that it seems andy with that being the case in regards to the lack of knowledge about a business model how many teams are really going to go for it? Steve Cohen hasn't lost any money yet as the owner of the Mets. We, we, we hear Toronto and we know the Dodgers. Uh, I don't know if the Yankees are in there or not, but it can't be more than a handful of teams that are really going to go for it this offseason, right? Yeah, I mean, really the only two teams that are making noise are are the uh, the Mets and the Blue Jays because both the Dodgers and Yankees are going to spend a bunch, but like a lot of that is money that's already on the books and they're both wary of, you know, repeatedly violating the luxury tax. And so, you know, it's like you see the Mets right now talking about James McCann instead of JT Real Muto. And I'm kind of like, what are we, you know, who are we kidding? Like, we'll go, if, you know, if you have all this money, go spend on Real Muto. Obviously it's a rhetorical thing, you know, because they're trying to drive down Real Muto's price. But I mean, I just, yeah, the, the White Sox might spend a little bit, you know, a team that like it would make sense for them to start throwing money around would be the Red Sox and that they're trying to, you know, get over sort of last year's ugliness. They brought back Alex Cora. Um, you know, they have a bunch of good players, you know, so like they would make sense for someone like George Springer. But yeah, there's a lot of teams just kind of like paralyzed right now waiting to see just, you know, paying attention to what's the rollout going to be with the vaccine, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's a it's a really strange winter. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's unprecedented in a lot of ways. Yeah, a couple of teams. You mentioned the White Sox and the Angels. If you're going to hire Tony Larusa and you're going to hire <laughs> Joe Madden, you better give those guys players. They kind of demand it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, the White Sox already have a pretty good club. They could use some more pitching, but they seem to be interested in offense, uh, which is a bit strange to me. And the Angels are just... The Angels are just really far away. They, you know, they just they just don't have the organizational infrastructure on their forty man roster to be competitive. Like if you just look at like the talent on their forty man roster, you know, per man compared to like a team like the Dodgers or the Yankees or even just like the Cardinals, right? Like they just don't have it. They have superstars and not much else. And so, yeah, I would expect them to be in the mix on big picture players, but I just don't think it does enough to really change, you know, kind of their bottom line. That frustrates me, Andy, because it's a sports tragedy that Mike. Trout doesn't have a better team around him. 
Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. You know, it'd be nice to see him, you know, play in October. Um, but you know, it's it's it's. I mean, baseball in, involves a lot of different resources being funneled into that you know forty man roster and building up a farm system and you know having depth and all that sort of stuff. It's really boring to talk about, and you know, like not doesn't excite anyone. But yeah, I mean, it takes more than five good players, you know, to to get to the playoffs. Andy, all we can do is read tea leaves. I don't think any of us really know anything, but I want you to read the tea leaves and in your analysis, tell us what you think is going to happen with the idea of Molina and Adam Wainwright. I mean, they should come back, right? Like, what, you know, what are we doing? Like, come back. What? <laughs> I, mean, right. I, I guess be. you could see, you know, Wainwright, you know, the, he I'm, well, it doesn't make as much sense anymore now that Atlanta's loaded up with, you know, Smiley and Morton. But, yeah, I mean, I just, it would be so, you know, like someone asked me the other day, like, wouldn't it be cool if Yadier Molina was catching, you know, for the, the Angels so he could be with his brother? And I'm like, no. No, it wouldn't. Like, it would suck for baseball history that this guy didn't play his entire career with the Cardinals. No, that wouldn't be cool. Um, I mean, it'd be nice for him if that's what he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He could go, you know, play in the KBO. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think in terms of, like, a narrative, like, obviously it would be good for the sport for both those guys to stay. I've got a little stat for you. And for all the great players, all the Hall of Famers the Cardinals have had, the only two Hall of Famers that the Cardinals have had in their history that have never played for another franchise are Musial and Gibson. Hmm. So Yachty could join that. That's a pretty exclusive group if Yachty could join it. Yeah, I mean, I do think there is a real value for the sport of, you know, for guys sticking with teams for the entirety of the career. I think, you know, that's something that matters when it comes to someone like Clayton Kershaw. Um, you know, and Yachty's like, <laughs> I mean, I'm 33 and Yachty came up when I was in high school, you know, like he's he's an institution. So uh, it, it would be kind of a bummer if he was playing for another club next year. Andy, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And hopefully we'll get a chance to do this soon. If we don't talk to you before the holiday season, have a great holiday season. Hey, likewise. Stay safe. Have a good one. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.